It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for the summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Some people want to fill the world with silly love songs. It is the day for it. I am Corell and happy February 14th, better known as Valentine's Day. You know the day where the person in your life that always says, oh, I don't want anything. No, nah, it's a man-made holiday. I don't want anything. You know that's the day that if you don't do something for them, you're in hella trouble. Uh, so if you have someone in your life that you love, reach out and touch. Uh, just don't do it inappropriately. So I hope you have a great day. You know, I used to talk about the history of this day and everything, but why? It's here, and for those of you, can I just start the show by saying a couple things? Don't go anywhere. I'm going to teach you how to make the best non-dairy creamer that there is. I've done it. I've created the recipe. It is incredible. Don't go anywhere. Also, ergo, also, uh, we're going to be talking about everything on this list. See, I make lists now because I'm old. Uh, We are going to be talking about sidewalk safety, something I know a lot about, a big story in the news this morning that all over the country, we're getting run down in record numbers, and you won't believe the reason that they're saying we're getting run over in record numbers. Also, (laughs) I can't wear them because of all the lights and everything, I got new Ray-Bans, aren't they kicking? Aren't they just kicking? Uh, I go to Ideology over here in in, uh, uh, West, West Las Vegas. These are Ray-Bans, and with my insurance, the frames only cost me $22. Ain't that something? They were $300 frames, so I had a $250 credit, uh, 10% off, so $272, and so I I only paid $72. And the the lenses, though, whoo! But let's start with love. There ain't enough of it. Ain't enough going around these days, love. And proof be positive, uh, proof proof be positive, oh, I made that up, Sarah Palin. Uh, The proof is in the pudding, if you want to do that one. Uh is in our reaction to the Super Bowl, and more importantly, the halftime show. For those of you that didn't know, there was a huge football game yesterday. 100-plus million people uh, watched worldwide, internationally, here in Vegas, a big deal. They even got rid of masks, just so more people will come and celebrate. Right here in this live shot, this is a live shot behind me. This is Las Vegas right now, this time of day. There it is. That's Las Vegas. You can see Harris right here. The link uh, is over here. This is the high roller wheel. Uh, there's Paris, Las Vegas. You're looking down from the south end of the strip. Here's the Mirage right here. They're going to be tearing that down. Uh, Planet Hollywood has bought it. They're going to put a giant guitar-shaped hotel right there, uh, right in the middle of all this. The volcano that you see right here is going, uh, and people are furious that the volcano is going. Uh, and when I say going, I mean they're getting rid of it. Uh, it's across the street from the Venetian, which just got sold, uh, and Bellagio, they got sold. Uh, To MGM, they're buying everything up on the Strip. Uh, So you're looking from the south end of the Strip. You're looking down. The first thing you see here is the Mirage. It has been sold uh, to Hard Rock. They're going to uh, put a big, 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 big guitar there. That's Caesars Palace right there. They have a new uh, lobby, new opening uh, coming this week. So there you go. 
And down there you see Paris, Las Vegas. Across from that's the Bellagio and its fountains. Uh, and all of the goodness down there at the other end of the Strip, which Mandalay Bay is the very last one right there, that golden one. That's where the shooting was on October 1 in that part of the Mandalay Bay right there. Uh, today is the anniversary of the Parkland shooting. Uh, David Miles Hogg and all the other kids, Cameron and all of them, wish them nothing but healing. Uh, okay, so anyway, back to my city of Las Vegas, the city of love. Uh, and, you know, we get married. a lot of people get married here, and it is Valentine's Day. A lot of people get married here. Uh, but on this Valentine's Day, and I, I, what I wanted to say about that is, all of you that say it's a man-made holiday, but all holidays are man-made. You know, it's like when I told Steve, you know, Ember just expects me to open every door. She just walks right up to the door and just waits for the door to open. Ember just thinks all doors just open for her. And Steve said, honey, all doors do open for her. She doesn't walk through a door that either you didn't open, someone else, or open electronically. She can't open doors. So every door she walks through has been opened for her. And I was like, oh, you're right. <laughs> you know? So she does expect every door to just open. What a life, huh? Just expects every door to open for her. <laughs> so no holidays are, are divine. Or, <laughs> I love her. Uh, no holidays come with the planet. In other words, there's not one holiday that we as a species, like elephants and tigers, don't also celebrate holidays. So there's like universal holidays that everybody celebrates. And then just things like Valentine's. No, every holiday is made up. Whether it was made up by the church or an emperor or a pope or whatever, they're made up. Presidents, President's Day is coming. So every holiday is man-made. So, well, yeah, Valentine's Day was starting by greeting card companies. So what? The church started Christmas to cash in on the, festivus, the, the festival that was already going on. Holidays were started for a variety of reasons. So what? A greeting card company wanted to sell more cards, so they wanted to promote love. Big deal. They're all man-made. They are what you make them. Holidays are what you make them. And if you make today nothing because, yeah, it's just a greeting card thing. I'm not going to be forced to tell people I love them. Then fine. Then that's you and that's who you are. But if you're like me, you will say happy Valentine's Day and wish everybody love and joy. Uh, okay. And speaking of love, the halftime show happened last night uh, and it was all hip-hop, like unapologetic, all hip-hop in the foreground. All of it. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, who the New York Post is like, oh, Snoop Dogg seen smoking a joint before he went on. Duh! I mean, first of all, it's Snoop Dogg. Uh, second of all, it's legal in California. If he was drinking a beer, would the headline have been, you know, Snoop Dogg caught drinking a beer? No, New York Post, owned by Rupert Murdoch, is trying to pick on a black person. It's disgraceful. God, like he's going to lose one fan because he was smoking pot beforehand. Hello, it's Snoop Dogg. It's, come on. He has his own pot brand. It's probably what he was smoking. Uh, anyway, so it's uh, Snoop, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, uh, and uh, 50 Cent, and uh, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, and yes, I know all their names. I know who they are. I know Dr. Dre and what a mogul he is and producer and rapper. And I, I, was, I lived in LBC 43 years, Long Beach. So of course I knew them all. But here's the deal. I don't like rap. I don't like rap. Mary J sang, and I love Mary J. But I don't like rap. I do not like rap. I've never liked rap. 
And I remember getting told by Lisa Posey at the R&B Report when I said, you know, is it weird that to get a record deal, you have to have a record if you're a rap artist? She said, oh, you're walking a very fine line as a white journalist right now. Well, it appears on Twitter and everywhere else. If you criticize the halftime show from last night, you're an out-of-touch racist. That is, that's what they're saying. If you criticize the halftime show, which they're calling the greatest ever, then you are a just uninformed racist. Well, I'm neither uninformed nor racist. The halftime show sucked. It sucked so bad to me. To me. Okay? Not to the world. Not to fans. And just because it sucked doesn't mean it wasn't important. Okay? Now, I'm looking at it as a production and nothing else. As a show person, it sucked. Dre had to pay for it all. None of them got paid. It was $8 million Dre shelled out to do that. I don't know why none of them got paid. It was called the Pepsi Halftime Show. I don't understand, but they didn't get paid. Dre paid the $7 million to have the show. I'd ask for a refund. Uh, because there was no real choreography. There was no real showmanship. There was a white, you know, neighborhood uh, that was supposed to be, you know, Compton or, you know, the, the barbershop, the whole thing. And they performed up on the roof, which they did in Long Beach many times on top of VIP records, other record stores. They'd go and they'd perform up on the roof of the record stores. That's a very hip hop thing, performing on the roof. Uh, so you know what? Fine. It was all fine. If you were sitting right down in front or watching on television, if you were there, most of them couldn't see anything. They wouldn't know one person from the other. Also, there just wasn't much staging. And if you go back and watch Prince and Michael Jackson and Madonna and Tina Turner and U2, which I did on YouTube, that the bar was really high. Lady Gaga, Diana Ross taking off in a helicopter to leave. Gaga flying in as a thousand drones did a light show. Michael Jackson doing a mini stadium tour in eight minutes, including filling the field with children singing Heal the World. So, you know, it was history. It was a long time coming. The NFL doesn't have one black team owner. They're called owners, and it's sad because 70% of the NFL is black. 70%. And all of these white people out there mad at the halftime show being all black. First of all, Eminem is white. Secondly, you're not mad that 70% of the teams that you're watching are black. So they can play ball, but don't let them rap. Look, I didn't like the show. Okay, because it wasn't a show and I don't like the music. If I liked the music and it was lacking production, I might have forgave it. I mean, Bruno Mars, come on. It doesn't get, I mean, it really doesn't get better than Prince and I'm not a Prince. See, here we go. I don't like Prince. I do not own one Prince record. I think he was a hypocrite. He would fire you for drinking alcohol or tobacco because of being a Jehovah Witness. And yet he was licking fentanyl patches. That's a hypocrite. So he was a hypocrite. Uh, he was homophobic up until later in his life. Uh, he came around on that. But earlier in life, the, the man who screamed like a girl and wore pink tights or purple tights was homophobic. 
Uh, so I didn't like, and his music to me all sounds the same and just loud guitar. I don't like, Andrew used to say, you don't like guitars. I kind of don't. Okay, so do I think Purple Rain's a great song? I do. Do I sing along When Doves Cry? I certainly do. 1999 and Let's Go Crazy. We ain't never gonna let the elevator take us down. No, no, let's go. Come on, they're great songs. That doesn't mean I'm a fan of Prince. His, some of his music was great. Some of his writing was great. But when he did the Super Bowl in the freaking rain in a doo-wop hat, honey, in his scarf, he tore that show up. It was as if they were playing a football game during a Prince concert. That's how good Prince was. And I don't, I'm not a huge fan. And yet that was incredible. So you don't have to be a fan. I could not have been a huge fan of these people, these performers, except for Mary J. And if they had given a great show, I could have, in fact, said, hey, it was still a great show. It wasn't a great show. The staging, the lighting, the choreography, all of it was just all kind of meh. They really relied on their legendary status uh, and a bad sound system, which made their, their rapping very fast. So I just, it was lost on me. But... It, it was important to happen. It should have happened. It should have happened a long time ago. I'm glad it happened. And if you liked it, good for you. If you thought that was the best halftime show ever, then good for you. I didn't, but so what? Nowadays, we live in a time where me not liking it, where you're not, now they don't say so what. They're like, then it should be gone. It should be canceled. It shouldn't be, exist. I don't like it. It has to go. That's the times we're in now. Or I don't like it because you're, you're white. That's why you don't like it because they were all black. No. I don't like it because it wasn't a good show. It had nothing to do with their color. I love them individually. Snoop Dogg is hysterical. Martha was there to, to watch him. Eminem is cute nowadays. I, I, you know, I'd probably screw him. Uh, but he's damaged goods, but still, you know, I mean, I think that was him. It was some guy in a hoodie with a goatee. It could have really been anybody. It was, he was covered head to toe in a hoodie and everything with a goatee. He did take a knee and he was told not to. So did you love it? Did you hate it? It doesn't matter. What matters is that it was important and it happened and that people did love it. Maybe you didn't, but so what? You know, I didn't love it. So what? It wasn't for me. I fast forward. I didn't watch it live. For I knew I wasn't really going to like it. I knew going in. So I watched it replete on Peacock TV. I just wound it back. And every time I was not enjoying the song, I just skipped ahead 10 seconds, skipped ahead 10 seconds. I watched it all in about three minutes. It just wasn't, nothing caught my eye. Nothing, you know. Not because they were black, not because they were doing rap, because it was just a lackluster show. So you can disagree with things these days and not be a racist, not be a, a liberal or a progressive or a lefty or a righty or that you can just disagree. It's OK to disagree. It's OK to say, you know, I thought the show sucked. I thought Prince was better or I thought Michael Jackson was better, whatever. That's fine. That's all good. That's your opinion. That's great. That doesn't mean that if people loved it and said it was the best thing ever, you then have to go post under it. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. Let them have it. What harm does it do? A lot of people enjoyed it. Let them enjoy it. Just because I didn't doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean much of anything. And last but not least, before we go to how to make the best vegan creamer in the world, as I stand before you, uh, is an important topic. We don't have a lot of time for it. 
because uh, I've been rambling a lot today, but it's an important topic. Uh, sidewalk safety. Pete Buttigieg should be paying attention. Report came out today that in every state, in every state, okay, they're up and not just a little. And even during the pandemic, you would think they would have gone down. Nope. And a lot of the story is devoted to the fact that they're going up because humans, our society in particular, Americans, are not following the rules anymore. So if they see a person on a crosswalk, the rule is they have to stop. Whether they're in a hurry, whether they're doing seven, it doesn't matter. As long as the person isn't jumping out, like the law states like a pedestrian has to give traffic, you know, the meaning you can't just jump out in front of a fast moving traffic and say, well, they didn't stop for me. No, there has to be adequate time for them to stop. But when they see you, what, waiting to cross, they are supposed to stop. When someone enters the crosswalk at the curb, legally, you are required to stop and let them pass. But in today's world, that's not happening. People aren't obeying any rules. There's no repercussions. The presidents don't behave. Vice presidents don't behave. They allege, you know, they, they start coups. Senators, Congress people oh, try to overthrow the government. Nothing happens. They get more money, go on vacation. Trump is a criminal in almost every state now. If, if there was this much evidence against you or I, we'd already be in jail. He's at Mar-a-Lago having million-dollar meals. So, you know, we think we can do it too. And we are. And it's killing us particularly behind the wheel. More pedestrian deaths. Now, in 2015, I was run over by a car. I did not get hit. My, I got brushed by the car. But Pippa, my dog, went into the wheel well and died. Right there in Sevenston Temple. And I cried my eyes out on that corner and was in shock for days. And that's the same day Ember was born, they believe. But I have to say, getting... That experience on a crosswalk, I'm terrified every time I cross the street now. I'm terrified. I mean, I am so, like, vigilant. Now, I'm going to show you a video from here in Las Vegas where we're having more fatalities like, than anybody else, too. Every, every other city is having more. We had more fatalities on our crosswalks this last year. Almost 100 people died in traffic and, and crosswalks here in Las Vegas. I'm about to show you a video. The city... And the news agencies wanted to raise awareness, okay, of what was going on out there. I'm going to cut to the video now. And this is what happened. What you're watching in this guy in the heart suit uh, is out there saying, that says stop for pedestrians, have a heart, stop for pedestrians. And he's just in a giant heart suit. And he has entered the crosswalk, as you see, trying to get across and guess what happens? Right there on television in front of God and everybody. That's right. Bam. A wreck. A wreck. Because someone was going to do what the law states and stop for the pedestrian. And bam. They get rear-ended. Right there on video. And there's no excuse for rear-ending another car at all. I don't. You can't say, well, they slammed on their brakes. Then you were following too closely. If someone slams on their brakes and you don't have time to stop, you're following too closely. And that's what your insurance will tell you. That's what the police will tell you. You are 100% at fault when you rear-end somebody, honey. <laughs> Particularly if you do it right. And so 
We know this problem exists and we are doing nothing to solve it. Cities are not doing anything of substance. Here in Las Vegas, they are not doing anything of substance because it would require too big of change. A, we need to separate cars and pedestrians, period. All crosswalks should be elevated. All sidewalks should have barriers. There should be no, when I'm out here on Buffalo about to cross, within five inches of me, five inches in front of me, are cars going 60 miles an hour. With literally, this far away. It's, it's ridiculous. Pete Buttigieg, I implore you to use this report that came out today that says we are dying in record numbers on And a lot of people, a lot of them are elderly and they don't keep track of how many pets die on sidewalks. But a lot. We need help redesigning our cities. We need to start focusing on what's really important. The Super Bowl halftime show, not really important. What's really important that today in Las Vegas, a pedestrian will be struck and killed. I guarantee it. I guarantee in the news tomorrow, there'll be a pedestrian either getting struck and killed or a pedestrian getting struck and hospitalized. Just look in your city if you live in a big city. Every day it's happening. And it could be you or me. I've already, it's already happened to me. It could be you or your pet. It could be your family. And what are we doing about it? Nothing. Why? Because no one cares. So I need you to make people care. You need to raise awareness in your life about pedestrian safety in your neighborhood, in your, wherever you live. You need to start paying attention to pedestrian safety. And when it comes up, vote on it, call down and talk to people about it. I've already called the head of traffic here in Las Vegas and said, what are you going to do? Well, we're trying. Well, it ain't working. When a governor is running in your area or a mayor, find out their position on traffic safety. People are dying just trying to get around in cities. You saw that video. All right, now let's learn how to make vegan cream or vegan uh, creamer, the best vegan creamer, so you'll have no excuse to become plant-based. You don't need to keep the milk. I'm going to show you how right now in my kitchen. Also, we're going to make coconut digestives to go with the tea that I was making the creamer for. Uh, I am Carol. You be who you want to be, so don't hurt anybody. I hope you enjoy this little trip to my kitchen. We'll see you back on Wednesday. Thank you for the new Patreon supporters at patreon.com forward slash K-A-R-E-L. Thank you for all of you visiting my newly designed website, reallycarel.com, really, K-A-R-E-L.com. And thanks for your subscriptions at YouTube, youtube.com forward slash reallycarel. That's what you could give me for Valentine's Day. Go subscribe to my YouTube, youtube.com forward slash reallycarel. Uh, and uh, take it away into my kitchen. Have a good Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Happy Valentine's Day. See you Wednesday. Hey, it's me, Carell, and I am firing up the Brava in my new Ray-Bans, uh, and I'm here in the kitchen. Uh, be, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to make the ultimate creamer. I have found dairy was one thing I just wouldn't give up when it came to cream for my tea, and one day I woke up and said, that's stupid. You should not torture animals just so you have cream in your tea. Uh, so, for two years, I have tried to find the perfect creamer recipe, and I have. I'm going to share that with you. But first, uh, I did not plan on videotaping this, but I thought, well, you're going to... I, Okay, so I'm finding old recipes that I gathered, uh, that I created uh, to uh, for my book. And I'm trying some of them out. I don't even know if they work. I mean, I wrote them down. I assume I cooked them. 
Uh, but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try them out. So I wanted tea. It's only nine thirty in the morning, and I wanted tea around ten ten thirty, and I wanted a digestive, which is a biscuit basically, not a biscuit, but a tea biscuit, a digestive. They're very popular in Europe with teas, uh, and I wanted one. And so I remember that I found a uh, a thing in here for a coconut digestive, uh, and I'm gonna try it. And it wants. One cup of chickpea flour, a half a cup of coconut flour, a teaspoon of salt, a teaspoon of baking powder, uh, a third a cup monk fruit sweetener or sugar, coconut oil, which you could use applesauce for, shredded coconut, oats, and oat milk. And I want to talk to you a little about oats uh, before we go any further. Do you know all the difference between oats? Uh, because there are differences. The least processed oats, okay? are called oat groats, and those are basically oat seeds. See? Looks like what you'd feed a cow, right? Those are oat groats. Okay? Now, these oat groats are oatmeal. This is what it is, okay? Now, if they take the oatmeal, these oat groats right here, they take that and cut it up uh, with a steel blade because that's how you cut things in a food processor, what do you suppose you get? You get this. And that is steel-cut oatmeal. So these, chopped up in a food processor, turn into steel-cut oatmeal. So how do you get Irish oatmeal, which is basically steel-cut, uh, and then how do you get the oatmeal that you're used to seeing, which is this oatmeal right here? Those are rolled oats, okay? So what they do is they take this oat groat here and they steam it uh, and then press it flat. All this is, this little rolled oat here, is an oat groat that has been steamed and pressed flat. So in terms of processing, because we hear about processed foods, you can, in fact, boil this and make oatmeal. Okay, this will turn into oatmeal. It just takes a while to cook. Okay, you can cut it up and have steel cut oats, uh, which look just like oat groats, but are cut up. See? Or you can have it steamed and pressed like your laundry, and that turns into rolled oats. So that's the stages of oats. It all starts with an oat groat, if you cut it up with a metal blade, you have steel cut oats. If you steam it and press it, you have rolled oats, which are not cooked. They're just lightly steamed and then pressed. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> ah, so let's get to this, all right? So we're gonna do one cup of, a ch I'm just gonna do this quickly on the video. I'm not gonna make you sit through it all. So here we go. We're gonna do one cup. We're gonna do all of these ingredients. Are you ready? Why I have garbanzo bean flour, I'll never know, but I do. Okay, so a cup of that, a half a cup of coconut flour, which I just happen to have <laughs> over here, modifying to just a half a teaspoon of salt. I don't know why I would have put a whole teaspoon in there. And then a full teaspoon of baking powder. It usually is half powder. Like if you're using baking soda, like a teaspoon, then you would use a half or a quarter teaspoon of salt. You never use one-to-one. -one. Well, you can, but 
I wouldn't. One third cup sugar. Spin, spin, sugar. One third cup coconut oil. A lot of oil. Could use applesauce. Use applesauce. That no taste like apples, though. Ugh. How many tablespoons in a third a cup, I wonder? Alexa, how many tablespoons in one third cup? Five tablespoons. So let's do, and then. A half a cup of shredded coconut. Half a cup of oats. One third cup oat milk. Okay, so I'm going to roll this out and use a cookie cutter. An inch and a half, an inch and a half across. This was my mama's. She used to sell Tupperware or do any kind of gig that she could for money. Tupperware, Avon. Some stuff called Genie, I think it was called. She would sell anything if it could bring money in. You know, that was like the Uber and Lyft of its time. Tupperware and Avon and stuff for women. That was their gig economy. Finger hut. Roll. Now, they're not going to raise very much. So, whatever thickness you make them is the thickness they'll, they'll be, basically. Into the brava they go. Now, while those finish baking, I'm going to make some creamer. I used to use dairy. I said I'm not giving it up. And if I give up everything else but dairy, it's okay. But when I say dairy, I meant cream for my tea. That's all I would eat that was non-vegan. And because I couldn't find anything that I liked. And now I have combined like five different recipes <laughs> and finally made something that I like. And I'm just so excited I want to share it. So, if you like cream in your coffee, cream in your tea, but you're thinking, oh, there's no good vegan alternative, the ones in the store are filled with oil. If you look at the ingredient, the second ingredient is oil. Sunflower, safflower, something, oil. I don't need a cup of oil, okay? So I wanted something that did not have the oil in it. So, I'm gonna take, these are cashews that have been soaking in very hot water for about 10 minutes, okay? So there's raw cashews there. We don't, we don't use the water. We got, uh, so there's three quarter cup raw cashews. There's a half a cup of unsweetened coconut shreds. Um, there is a third a cup of the rolled oats, and I've told you the difference. Uh, and there's two dates, pitted dates for sweetness. Uh, and three cups, three and a half cups of filtered water. And that's it. We're going to make creamer. You're like, that's going to turn into creamer? Yep, that's going to turn into creamer, believe it or not. So... What I want you to do is take your oatmeal into the Ninja or a food processor. I like the Ninja for this. Take this, your coconut. Take your dates. All right, strain your cashews. Strain out your cashews. That just softens them up, by the way. Put them in there. In goes the water. Put on a lid. You want to go on high for 60 seconds. 
You have a nut milk bag or a t-shirt. Oh, and we've got our digestives are done while we're making our cream. Whoa, there they are. If you want to, you could have uh, splashed some non-dairy milk on them to give them a gloss. Also, I have some finishing sugar, which is right here. It's that big crystally looking sugar. And you can just sprinkle some of that on top while they're warm. I sprinkle a little finishing sugar on there. They look delicious. I'm gonna make some tea and we're gonna strain this. Twisty, twisty, twist, twist. Out comes the beautiful cream. Then I just put it in a bottle. Look how creamy that is. This is perfect for a latte or whatever you want it to be. Be sure, of course, you rinse it off before you put it in the fridge. It's good for about five days. Mix it up every time you use it. There you go. Creamer. I didn't kill anything. I used coconut, cashews, and oats, and some, and some water, and that's it. Made cream. So, I'm gonna have that with tea and my digestive in just a second. Okay, now I have a creamer that I could use, or I have this fabulous Frontier glass uh, from the Hotel of Ode. I wanted to show you how creamy this is. See that? It's creamy. And when you use it in tea, it holds up. The color holds. See there? Look at that. I want a little more. Oh my gosh, just look at that. Oh, look at that. And now here's my little coconut digestibles. See, they're little, they're tasty. They sit well with cream. Let's see what's going on here. Inappropriately dunk, you're not supposed to. Oh, mm. Amber, you're missing them, they're good. Mmm. Happy Valentine's Day. Mm. Oh, that's delicious. That creamer is the best creamer ever. 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 Firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for the summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. 